welcome back to the Yoe podcast. I'm so excited because this week, actually, I'm not bringing on a former teacher. I'm actually bringing in someone who's going to help us dealing with self-belief because as I've been coaching teachers over the year, one thing I've noticed is this block and it always relates back to either perfectionism comparing ourselves to other people or just not feeling qualified enough not feeling quite ready so I've brought in my good friend Jenny who is a self-belief expert so Jenny do you want to introduce yourself? Thank you for asking me to come on I'm so excited to to talk about this so my name is Jenny and I am a self-belief coach and I've been doing this officially for just over a year but I feel like I've been doing it forever Mm -hmm. it's just gone by so fast and my passion is self-belief as we said already but it's around empowering and inspiring women to believe in themselves more than they do already and there's so many things that come out of that which are which I'm sure we'll come on to today but all in all it's really about giving women the confidence in themselves to know that no matter what comes their way no matter what happens no matter how difficult or how daunting things can be if you do wholeheartedly believe in yourself then you will be able to achieve anything that you set your mind to so all in all that's me um why do you think it is that struggle with self-belief especially I guess when wanting to do something new why do you think that is I think my part of me from my experience and also the people that I help coach, it's, it's because I feel women tend to look around them and look at other people and what they're doing and feel, especially the people that, you know, we feel inspired by, people mm. that we might see online or in the media and just think, well, I need to be like them. You know, we look at people and think, well, they're where I want to be so then I need to be exactly like them I need to do exactly all the things that they've been doing Mm. otherwise I'm not going to make it and then you end up building a shell of you based on somebody else that you're looking up to without really understanding how detrimental that is so I feel like I mean men do it as well but I just (laughs) think for sure I think we just look around us and just assume we have to be like everybody else and then when we do like not necessarily copy what other people are doing but let's say you see someone you're like that's the life I want to live and I'm guilty of it as well I've done it before and then it's just not sustainable because that's not actually what you want to do and I think it's just a, a big like the first thing we have to do is just realize okay what do I want in life and then it just feels a lot more easy and a lot more authentic when we're trying to get to that goal whatever that goal yeah for sure for sure I mean and I can say from my experience like for the first at least six to eight months of my coaching journey um I was looking at other people around me Mm -hmm. coaches that I was working with previously things that people that I see online or in the media and I just think okay so I in my life, I want to be able to do this, this, this. They're doing this, this, this. So I need to do it as well. Mm. And literally nothing happened for me. Nothing happened for my mindset, my happiness, my business. Nothing. It didn't because you're so right. If you base it on other people, 
mm-hmm. and it's not natural to you, then it's just not sustainable. Like there's mm-hmm. only so long you can put up that persona. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't believe in it, then it will just, yeah, it just won't get you to where you want to be. A hundred percent. I love that. Um, so let's actually start with com- comparisonitis. Is that even a real word? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's not a word. I think it should be. I yeah. use a lot. I feel like it should be. If not, we should make it a word. <laughs> I wrote it. I wrote it down, and then I was like, actually, I'm not even sure that's a word. <laughs> and coming from a teaching background, it's kind of embarrassing. Anyway, um, so yeah, so dealing with people who are further ahead, and instead of being there's a difference I think between inspired being inspired by these people and then also comparing ourselves for me what I tend to do is when I feel myself comparing is just kind of looking and reflecting maybe how far I've come and that's kind of helped me understand that okay they've probably been on their journey a lot longer than me and specifically when I'm helping teachers who are, let's say, language teachers, and they want to have this successful language business where they have all of this amazing content and a YouTube channel and a Facebook page and an Instagram page, and then they try and do everything all at once, and it's just too much because we're trying to do what people have been doing for years and years, and they've Mm. built that all up and they've practiced, they have their experience, whereas, you know, we need to focus on one thing at once. So what what do you think about comparisonitis? How How can we deal with that? I think the first thing is to look at the person or the situation that you are comparing yourself to. So for me, when I I had this for such a long time at the beginning, and I can still remember the person that I was comparing myself to. Mm. And knowing what I know now, I would just say, look at the person that you are comparing yourself to and ask yourself, exactly how are both of you the same mm. because I believe you can only really accurately compare something if you've got like for like and no two people will be exactly the same mm. so I think if anyone's in a situation right now where you feel like you are comparing yourself to somebody really have a look at that person and their life the way that they speak the way that they write their content the way that they come across how are you both exactly the same because if you're not exactly the same and I guarantee you won't be there'll always be something different then you're already setting yourself up for fail because it's just not possible Mm. so I'd really just take a moment and just sit back and just reflect and ask yourself like question yourself why am I comparing myself to this person if it if it is because of success then try and you know, think about well, how long have they been in their journey? What have they done to be able to get to where they want to be? For me, I was comparing myself with somebody that worked on their business full time for five years. Well, I've got a day job and I've got a little baby and I work two, three hours a day and I've been doing it less than two years. So it's just, when I think of it like that, it's just ridiculous, but we do it. Mm -hmm. because that's what we believe to be true so I would just say take a moment and just ask yourself a couple of questions Mm -hmm. who are you comparing yourself to and why why are you different no sorry why are you exactly the same Mm -hmm. and if you can't answer that question then I would say find a way to let that go and let go of that I guess 
let go of holding on to that belief. You have to be the same because you're not. Yes. I think I love what you said. And I think we also don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And when we are comparing ourselves, I, I see it and I see it myself. I see it in others. And we look on Instagram specifically as like this highlight reel of everything that's going on and all the effort that's going into it. But at the same time, I share things that are great and that are going so well in life and business, but I don't share it when I'm up in the middle of the night, like worrying or crying or just thinking, what am I doing? I don't share that. So it's hard for other people to also share that. I I just think it would be good if, you know, we could be more vulnerable online, but it's difficult. And Mm -hmm. I think that myself as well. So also when we're looking at these people who were inspired by just taking a step back and thinking they're not sharing everything like they're sharing the the tip the the best Mm -hmm. stuff and also you're great for that um i you know i follow you on instagram and sometimes you know you do share like you know today's just not being the best and this is how you can overcome it so also thinking about that as well okay so let's talk about the next thing which i feel like we struggle with which is perfectionism and oh perfectionism can hold us back in so many ways we wait until it's the right moment we wait until everything's perfect I was just speaking with someone who was going over her website and she's like it's not ready it needs to look like this and this and this and I told her like your website is gonna change and change and change and change but it's not gonna get to where it needs to be if we don't just publish that first version um so perfectionism what advice can you give us on this topic it's honestly, I feel along with comparison, mm. it's like one of the biggest dream stealers I feel there is with mindset. And I, call, I kind of call it this invisible block because you can't see it. There's nothing to base it on. It's just mm. something we feel and something we act on. And a lot of the time I feel perfectionism comes through when first of all you're doing something new and outside of your comfort zone so we build up this standard of what something should look like or a way that we should feel before we actually say yeah that's perfect and a lot of the time especially if you're you know doing this you're on this journey you may be on your own if you're like a business owner or teacher you might be doing it yourself Mm. you might not have anything to compare it to and say, yeah, this is ready, it's time to do it. And so a lot of the time, perfectionism kind of comes through as like an excuse that we give it when we are pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone. An example that I think will be really good to share is I had a conversation with somebody at the beginning of the week and she kept saying to me, it's not ready, it's not ready, similar to the website that you just mentioned. And she was launching something and I said, why is it not ready? Like, how, why do you feel it's not ready? And she said, it's just not perfect. And then so I asked her this question and if anyone listening is in this, you know, resonates with perfectionism, I would just say, ask yourself a question. What does perfect look like? Mm. If you're waiting for something to be perfect, what do you physically have to see and feel for you to say, yeah, that's perfect? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the time it's not possible. It's like something we build up in our heads and it's like a never ending, a never ending 
end that never ends. I can't yeah. think of a better way to say that. Um, and so a lot of the time I would just say, ask yourself, what, would, what are you saying is perfect? What are you holding back from? What are you waiting for in order for you to say, I'm ready, I'm perfect? Because a lot of the time it's around fear. And we all know that fear keeps us in our comfort zone. It keeps us safe. But sometimes we have to push outside of it. Mm. And the key to being ready and to feeling ready is just is to make a start. Just one mm. tiny little thing. So if you feel like something isn't perfect, what can you do to make you feel closer to being perfect? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think like perfect is unattainable anyway and everybody knows that yet we I love that you said we kind of use it as an excuse because of something else because of what people might say because of what if nobody buys it what if it's the wrong thing I'm it's I'm launching something at the wrong time it's not actually that you don't think it's ready yet it's it's actually a deeper a deeper meaning a deeper excuse that we've just not found yet Mm. um and yeah, perfectionism, what a, what a funny one. And I think once you define yourself as a perfectionist, it's even harder to get out of that and to get out of that like rut and I guess cycle of always trying to do the right thing, but actually just not moving forward in any way, shape or form. I remember when we you know, met a couple of years ago, I spent so long like on images and content for Instagram and I would just never upload them because it Mm. just it just wasn't ready yet it just wasn't the Mm. content wasn't perfect but I knew it wasn't it was more of like am I showing up in the right way am I is this the right business I want to follow which now you know it it wasn't at the time but Mm. yeah there's always a deeper meaning with with perfectionism okay so let's have a look at if you have don't know if you have any like tasks or like a little exercise that teachers can do maybe to help them believe in themselves more especially like teacherpreneurs people with businesses I think the biggest tip or habit or task or whatever you want to call it the biggest thing that I would give today is when your inner critic comes through and highlights perfectionism highlights what other people are doing highlights self-doubt when it comes through Don't just accept that to be correct. Don't just accept that to be your fate. Because Mm -hmm. again, our inner critic does what it does to keep us in our comfort zone. You know, no one likes to feel, no one likes to go into uncertainty. And Mm -hmm. that's what fear and our inner critic does for us. But the biggest thing is, is we always have control. We always have control as to what we choose to take in and what we choose to let go. And so when you find yourself in a situation, let's say self-doubt, for example, and you're doing something new, you're doing something completely out of your comfort zone, self-doubt comes through and you think, can I do it? Am I ready? You know, will I make a mistake? Will I look silly? When you really doubt your capability to do whatever it is you're doing, I would just sit back, have a moment. I seem to have questions for everything, but I really feel like the inner work is like the most important thing. Mm-hmm. I just sit back and ask yourself, why can't I do this? Why am I incapable of doing this? Why wouldn't this work out for me? Because again, like the others, there won't be an answer. It's just our fear keeping us safe, keeping us protective. Mm -hmm. And then 
if you're anything like me, I'm really stubborn. I'm really stubborn. And so if I don't have an answer to something, I need to find it. I need to carry on until I have an answer. So in the moment where I feel I'm doubting myself and I still have it today, I'm not perfect at all. I still have it today. I ask myself, why can't I do it? I have no answer, but the doubts are still there. Even if you feel, think positive, sometimes the doubts are still there. And the way to silence them and make them smaller and make them just not affect you is to take action mm, and prove yes. it wrong. When that voice, when that inner critic is there saying, it's not good enough, you know, loads of people are doing it, why are you any different? Or just doubting your capability and doubting your success, just prove that inner critic wrong. Because the more you push yourself out of your comfort zone, the more you take action, the more you just do things, even if it's one tiny little step every day, the quieter that inner critic becomes, Mm -hmm. the smaller it becomes, the less, yeah, the the more you can silence it just by taking action because you build your confidence as a result of that. You build your self-belief as a result of that because Mm -hmm. you've done it. You push yourself out of your comfort zone and you've done it. So I'd say that would be my number one biggest. Definitely. Yeah. I have um, an exercise as well that I just remembered as you were talking. I can't remember who shared this with me, but I did this at the beginning of my journey. I would pretend that the situation I I was in, that's what my best friend was in. So imagine my best friend coming to me and saying, listen, like I want to start a business. I want to start teaching online, but I feel like this, 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 what advice would I give my best friend if I felt if she was in that position? And I'd be like, go for it. Like you've got this and this and this. And I would talk to her as if like, that's how I was talking to myself, but it's easier to encourage someone else and to give them motivation when it comes to ourselves. We're like, well, I can't do it. But when we look at other people, especially people who we care about a lot, we're like, of course you can do it. And we list out all the skills and all the the stuff. And if other people, if you do have other people close to you, your parents or your friends or your husband, whoever, you know, reach out to them as well and say, why can I do this? Why can I start a business? Why can I make money online? Why can I build this teacher brand? And they will tell you all of the amazing things. And sometimes we just need that little, someone else just to like, give us that nudge, give us that go Mm. on, like you can do it because when it's all of, when you're, when you're so consumed with all your ideas, but not sharing them with anyone, that's when, without taking action, that's when we start thinking about all the things that could go wrong. What if this happened? What if that happened? What if, yeah. you know, X, Y, Z, that's a little task that I enjoyed. If anybody wants any more self-belief help or coaching or anything like that, where can people find you online? I think the best place is probably my Instagram profile. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just Jenny Gibson coaching. So I think that would probably be the best place because that's where that's where I shop the most in there. I will. I'll put that in the podcast notes as well. And I have one last question, Jenny. What does living a life your way mean to you? Good question. <laughs> I know. I just threw it in there. <laughs> wow. I would say, based on this, is a good question. I would say. Living a life my way would be based on my own choices, my own decisions, Mm -hmm. my own vision for my future Mm -hmm. and taking action, taking steps to get me to where these places are and achieving these things I want to achieve. 
Mm-hmm. So I would say just based on my choices and yeah, my wishes, I would say, rather than based on what other people think I should do or what other people are doing. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for sharing, Jenny. (laughs) I want to say thank you to Jenny for joining me today and all the listeners. If you do need any self-belief, you know, advice, head over to Jenny's Instagram. Also, she has a a really good Facebook group with a bunch of women who are also on this self-belief empowerment journey. Um, Thanks for joining me, Jenny. Thank you so much. I loved it. (laughs)